Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Motormouth Mosby Radio Show. You have reached the Man Cave here in Rita Ann, Georgia. I want to thank you for tuning in. The phone number here is 347-945-7975. Got a whole lot of football to talk about, a whole lot of sports action to talk about. Going to have a great time. Got some NFL, got some college football. We're going to be all over the place. But I uh, want to say shout-out to my alma mater, University of Hawaii Rainbow Warriors, Got their first victory of the year, the last game of the season against the United States Military Academy, better known as Army, the Black Knights of Army. Uh, the Rainbow Warriors showed up in their uh, throwback jerseys, uh, uniforms, and uh, took care of business on the last second touchdown to uh, seal the deal. Um, I don't know if that will be enough to save uh, Coach Chow's job, but we will see. Uh, I don't know if they'll uh, make that move and pull the trigger and bring someone else in and redirect the program, but I did want to start out by thanking, by giving a shout-out to the University of Hawaii. Also wanted to mention, uh, when it comes to the University of Hawaii, um, it was a tragic uh, set of events that happened uh, Saturday, I believe, is when it actually occurred. But unfortunately, uh, form, uh, who not former, but uh, we lost uh, one of the Rainbow family, uh, UH football player. Uh, I think they called him Tim or Will. Will Wilson. Well, it wasn't his real. It wasn't his full name, but that's what uh, I'm being told he was called. Um, drowned off the at the beach. Uh, I believe it was on uh, Saturday morning, yeah, um, and it was a tragic set of events. I want to send my condolences out to his family. His father was also a former uh, Rainbow football player uh, who played running back, I believe, back in the 70s, uh, and uh, uh, just want to give a, a shout-out to the family. But uh, on a more uh, lighter note, I uh, had some great games on Thursday, some great uh, NFL football on Turkey Day, great time hanging out with friends and family and uh, some good food. Uh, I was three for three on Thursday, nailed all the games, would have been psyched if I would have continued that trend, but unfortunately I, I came back down to earth, and uh, depending upon how this game goes to mon- uh, tonight and uh, tomorrow night's game, uh, New Orleans going up to Seattle to play the Seahawks. I could break it 500. I could. It could be a great weekend. It could be an average weekend. In either case, I got eight victories already. We'll see what's going to happen. But uh, real quick review of the scores over the weekend: Thursday night, Green Bay 10, Detroit 40, Open 24, Dallas Cowboys 31, Pittsburgh Steelers 20, Baltimore Ravens 22. Jacksonville Jaguars pulled off a victory today. Went up to Cleveland. 
took care of business, 32 to 28. Indianapolis Colts, 22. Tennessee Titans, 14. Chicago Bears, and what I would consider somewhat of a mild upset, but anytime you have a another one of those rivalry games, uh, you never know what's going to happen. But Chicago ends up getting beat up in Minneapolis, uh, 20 to 23. Adrian Peterson had 211 yards, which has become somewhat commonplace for him. Uh, he'll always flirt with about 2,000 yards a season. He's just uh, the premier running back that's uh, playing today. Came off of that tragic knee injury uh, last season and, and rushed for over 2,000 yards. So you know we are uh, we are blessed to watch him play right now. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, back to the scores. We got Miami 23, the Jets 3. Arizona Cardinals, 21. Philadelphia Eagles, led by Nick Foles, 24. Tampa takes another one on the jog against Carolina. Probably one of the hot, hottest teams in the NFL right now. Carolina Panthers, 27. New England Patriots, 34. Got to give Houston some credit. They actually made a good game out of that one. It was 34-31. New England wins that one. Atlanta goes up to Toronto, plays Buffalo, Knocks them off in overtime, 34-31. St. Louis goes into San Francisco, gets bug-rushed by the San Francisco 49ers, 13-23. Denver, in what was the premier game of the weekend, uh, 35 to Kansas City's 28 over at Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, it was one of those games that I missed out on. I kind of thought that Kansas City would even the series up and take care of business at home, but unfortunately that didn't happen. And Cincinnati, 17 San Diego 10. Another one of those games, I thought that Cincinnati would have a little bit more, uh, a little difficult time going to the West Coast. Phil Rivers had been playing some great football. It's kind of shocked that uh, they didn't take care of business at home. And a quick up, update on the night's game. you got the New York Giants 21, uh, Washington Redskins 17. you got four minutes and 26 seconds left in the game. Still up for grabs, I believe. Yeah, New York has the ball right now, so we'll see how that one pans out. That one may finish before the show's over with. So that's why uh, I ended up going, like I'm sitting right now at 8-6. and six. I've got two more games to go. I picked Washington in this one, and I picked Seattle Lamar Knights so I could go anywhere from 8-8 eight and eight to 10-6. and six. In either case, I'm sitting at 110-63 and 63 for the season. Started out like gangbusters, but kind of cooled off as it went along. Again, you're listening to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. I am your host, Motormouth Mosley. Got a couple of people in chat want to say good evening to you. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't tell me where you are or who you are, but I do want to thank you for taking the time to listen in. Uh, if you make comments, I will try to address them. If you'd like, you can go ahead and call in at our uh, toll-free number. <laughs> our toll-free number at uh, 347 Toll free doesn't matter anymore. Nobody pays long distance charges. Our long our number is three four seven nine four five seven nine seven five. I see my man, Mr. Forbidden Fruit. Uh, my good friend is on the on the in the chat line. I know he's a uh, big time Atlanta Falcons fan. So congratulations, uh, Cookie Man, on that big win, uh, Mr. FL. Uh, congratulations on that on that nice victory up in Toronto. Y'all can't win in the U.S., but y'all can go outside the country and win. Um. Real quickly, we're going to transition over to some college football. Man, did we have some great football this past weekend? Was there some great games? And was there any better game than the Auburn-Alabama game? 
Unfortunately for me, I was actually out at the Georgia Tech game, and I was following it on my phone as I was at the game, a little hit and miss. But as we were leaving Bobby Dodd Stadium, heading up to the coach's locker room, I was following the game on my, on my phone, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing because all it said was missed field goal by Alabama because I knew that it was one second left, and Alabama uh, had driven down, I believe it was like on the 33 or 38-yard line, so it was a makeable field goal, and the next thing I know, the score pops up 34-28, Auburn. And I'm sitting there going, okay, wait a minute, what, what just happened? What happened was the field goal was missed, it was caught in the end zone, and ran out for like a 109-yard touchdown to give Auburn the victory, which is two weeks in a row that Auburn has pulled itself out of the furnace and won a game that looked like it was lost. Uh, a week ago, it was against Georgia, a last-second touchdown uh, that caromed off the hands of two Georgia University of Georgia defensive backs into the Auburn receiver's hand. He gallops in, and they pull victory out of the jaws of defeat to win. So this is another incident of that. I don't know if Auburn is the destined child this season, if it's just fate that they're just absolutely going to do some things that no one expected, but I, I just couldn't believe the way that game ended. Um, so that was probably the premier game of the weekend. It shook up everything when it comes to college rankings. Uh, it shook up everything when it comes to uh, Heisman Trophy because I don't see how they can give it to uh, Famous Jameis at this point in time. Um, not Famous Jameis, but uh, A.J. McCarron. Uh, is the award now Jameis Winston's to lose? Um, interesting situation that, that occurred just because of that one game. Monday night at 8 on I've, I've got my man Ken the Cookie Man on the line. Mr. Forbidden Fruit himself called into my show. I am absolutely honored to have uh, to put my name in the ranks of the uh, list of people who you call in. Tom Joyner. Uh, I, I get to say yes. Ken the Cookie Man called in my radio show. Welcome to the show, Ken. How you doing tonight? Thank you, sir. It's an honor to be on your show. I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of your show, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am, too. I mean, I'm enjoying listening to The Forbidden Fruit. I got a chance to listen to a little bit of it the other day, and I was very impressed. You do a very good job. I'm very happy for you. Um, I know you must be a little bit happy that the Atlanta Falcons pulled out a victory tonight. I know you're not a huge, huge Atlanta Falcons fan, but I... I know you're a home team fan, so you had to be a little bit happy about what happened tonight. Somewhat, a little mixed mixed feelings. I I, I kind of wanted them to lose. Uh, I just want them to have a better draft pick. <laughs> next oh, week. oh! Now we're going for the draft pick. Now we're going for the draft pick. Now I, on another subject, and and sorry, folks that are listening in that wanted to just talk football, but since I've got Ken the Cookie Man, who is the world's greatest Laker hater of all. Time on my show. I definitely want to touch on um, his feelings toward the season that the Lakers are having right now. 
you must be somewhat pleased about that also. Well, any time the Lakers are losing, that's always a happy day. Uh, <laughs> that's what I kind of thought. <laughs> <laughs> any time they're losing, it's, it's always happiness uh, enough to go around for everybody. So I'm, I'm, I'm elated to say the least. And right now the Lakers are sitting. Let me see if I can pull that up. If I can have my accounting people pull up what their uh, their uh, standings are right now. And I know it's not good. Uh, let's see where are the Lakers sitting now. Probably somewhere below five hundred. The Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, oh, right, nine, they, are, they, they are one one game over five hundred now. Of course, that is playing without. Uh, Kobe Bryant, who is working his way back into the lineup after suffering, I believe it was a torn Achilles. Um, but they, uh, they they definitely have struggled. Uh, they've got a bunch of guys who I've never heard of on that team. And uh, they're sitting right now, if the season ended, which of course it's not, it's only 17 games into the season of an 82-game schedule. So it's you know the first fifth of the season, and they're now sitting at – uh, nine and eight, and they are sitting outside of the playoff picture. Of course, you've got the uh, ooh, surprisingly the best team with the best record in the NBA right now are the Indiana Pacers at sixteen and one. Uh, I had not realized that they were playing that well of, of ball, but I knew that they were uh, definitely going to be a contender in the East. But I, I kind of just assumed that Miami would have the best record in the NBA. They're sitting at fourteen and three, but Indiana is at sixteen and one. Um, kind of a shock, but, you know, uh, you still haven't done anything until you've gone through the big dog, and the big dog right now is the Miami Heat. Exactly, and and I think that the Lakers could just forget about it. They're going to stay outside that playoff spot probably the rest of the season. Uh, People, you heard it here first. Ken the Cookie Man, uh, much to the chagrin of my good friend David Tolaumu, who lives out in California, lives out in Barstow, who is a devout Laker fan, uh, much to the, his chagrin, Bless his heart. Mr. Forbidden Fruit himself, Ken the Cookie Man, has said that the Lakers will not make the playoffs. Wow. No, they're, they're done. Uh, Kobe will not get another ring, uh, maybe unless maybe his, his wife cheats on him, maybe he'll get a ring then. But outside of that, no more rings for Kobe. Still get, get the same ring that the Atlanta Falcons get. Suffering. <laughs> Maybe so. Hey, <laughs> I'm afraid about that. The, you, 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 the, the Hawks. I don't think they're. I don't know. The Hawks. I don't think they're ever going to do anything unless they have to spend some money on some talent and coaching. I went uh, to uh, the Detroit Pistons Hawks game a couple of weeks ago, and that was the worst performance of professional basketball that I have ever witnessed in my life. It was both ugly. sides. Both sides. Wow. Um, it, the, the Hawks fans were torn because Josh Smith was now who's now with Detroit uh, playing awful, and the Hawks fans every time Josh touched the ball they were yelling shoot 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 because they knew he would miss. <laughs> 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 it was absolutely, it was absolutely ugly. It was absolutely ugly. But uh, you're right. Um, Atlanta, uh, as a sports city, is going through a little bit of turmoil right now. You've got the Braves moving in a, in a few years up to Cobb County, uh, I, uh, and then you've got 
Falcons, the Falcons building a new stadium. A brand new stadium. That's like building a new stadium for a mediocre team. Um, (laughs) And then making the taxpayers pay a whole lot for it. And then you've got the Hawks who pretty much never have, never will, and uh, aren't ever going to do anything. So it's kind of a tough little sports town. Uh, but don't forget and, about don't, don't forget about the uh, WNBA. Uh, dream. The dream. They, they've the been dream. made it to the finals the last what, three years. Absolutely, got to give the ladies some love. Uh, the only major sports team franchise in, in the town that is you know really having some quality success over the last few years has been uh, the Dream. So yeah, definitely. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't touch on the ladies a little bit uh, and their success. But uh, Atlanta's just a strange town because even I went to the Georgia Tech-Georgia game. Georgia Tech is located in Atlanta, Georgia. At the University of Georgia is in Athens, Georgia, about an hour away. Yeah. This is predominantly <laughs> a Georgia town. The home team gets less love than a team out of town. I don't know if it's based on their past successes, uh, but you know Georgia Tech has won national championships as recently yeah. as 1990. Um, so I mean, it's not like Georgia Tech doesn't deserve some love, but uh, of course, I, it was their their one of their early coaches is is the name for the Heisman Trophy. Absolutely, uh, John Heisman. Uh, <laughs> you know they've got tradition. They've had, they've had great players. Uh, but for some odd reason, this town seems to have migrated solely, not solely, but predominantly uh, toward the University of Georgia. It is I think what the it University is. University of Georgia, I think Georgia Tech is more like an intellectual college. It's, it's, it's not as a party school as I think University of Georgia is. I think that people just relate to Georgia. I don't know. It just seems so Georgia than, than Tech. Tech's a bunch of I guess, uh, geeks and, and people, you know, uh, of a different style, maybe. I don't know. Maybe Georgia just relates to it. It's, it's more carnal for Georgia. I don't know. That, that, that is an interesting point because they, uh, they were announcing, you know, the senior football players and the senior cheerleaders and the senior flag girls and the senior band members because it was the last home game at Georgia Tech. And these people were having, like, molecular biology, engineering you know, majors, and, you know, I didn't see anybody with a, you know, just a normal old communications degree. (laughs) 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 People with these, you know, uh, uh, microbiology, pre-medical things that, you know, you you know good and well that they're going to be, you know, six-figure incomes the the moment that they graduate. So maybe that does, maybe there's a little bit of a disconnect uh, between Georgia Tech and, and, and Atlanta just because of the, uh, intellectual aspects of being an engineer at Georgia Tech. But before I uh, before I get too much into Georgia Tech, I do want to touch on some college football. As I said, I was at the Georgia Tech uh, Georgia game over the weekend, listening to the Auburn game. You know, as of last week, I had my whole little thing set up with who was going to be my top picks and who was going to be uh, the Heisman winner. And man, everything just got tossed around. Alabama loses to Auburn, um, <laughs> you know, that just kind of messed me up badly. Um, yeah, it had to mess up that, the people who was handicapping it as well, the people who had bets on oh, it. Oh, 
who thought they had it was a sure thing. Oh, I, I mean, and, oh, are you talking about a whole bunch of heartbroken rolled eye fans? I mean, I could just hear the 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 cries come from the West. <laughs> they were just sure because you know what that did is. You know, depending upon, you know, if you look at the BCS polls and all that stuff, of course I have my own polls, and I will go uh, down my list of how I have everybody ranked. But if you, you know, you look at the BCS polls, Alabama has pretty much eliminated themselves. They, they need help to get back into the national championship game. Fortunately for them, they don't have any more games until uh, the bowl games, but some other teams do play, and they need some folks to get knocked off. Um uh, just to go over real quick, uh, my top ten last week at Stanford, South Carolina, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Ohio State, Clemson, Missouri, Auburn, Florida State, and, uh, and Alabama. Let me make that right. Yeah, that was my rankings last week. Now, my rankings for this week, my rankings for this week, somebody stole them. Where is that clerk? Where is that clerk? Uh, actually, starting at number 10, I've got Arizona State out of the Pac-10. They're 10-2, and two, and they play Stanford uh, this weekend, so that should be a good game. Stanford is my number 19, um, and that will decide who goes to the, I believe, to the Rose Bowl, um, unless one of them, well, neither one of them are going to go to the BCS championship game. So uh, the winner so of that one is probably gonna go to the Rose Bowl. So you're saying Stanford's going to uh, drop down. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If they don't beat Arizona State, both are 10-2. and two. Arizona, They've already dropped. Last week, Stanford was – actually, no, Stanford's, Stanford's right, where, yeah, right where they need to be at number nine. I've got South Carolina at number 10, who upset Clemson over the past weekend. What, what number, got, what number oh, eight or, or ten? I'm sorry? You said 10. You said uh, they, the South, South Arizona Carolina. Arizona State's number 10. Number 10. Arizona okay, State's number 10. Okay. Stanford's number 9. Okay. South Carolina's number 8. Okay. Ohio State is number 7, which I know I've got a whole bunch of people I've already upset uh, who are Buckeye fans. They think they should be higher. I don't just because of their strength of schedule. They haven't played anybody. I've got Baylor at number 6. I've got Oklahoma State at number 5. I've got Alabama dropping from number one to number four. I've got Missouri moving up to number three. I've got Auburn at number two. And I've got Florida State holding down the number one spot. Now, we've got some big games this weekend that really should pan out and, and should let us know exactly uh, how things are going to uh, result for a lot of people that are going to bowl games and how this thing is going to pan out for who's going to get to play in a national championship game. Because number one, Florida State's going to play against Duke in the ACC championship. That should be 72-3 to three probably. Now, it won't be that bad, but Florida State should dominate that one. You've got a number two Auburn team playing against a number three Missouri team. That is going to be large. That's going to be a great ball game. I watched Missouri play over the weekend. A lot of folks don't know about them. They're one of the two teams that came from the Big 12 into the SEC the last couple of years, and they are playing like they belong. They're my number three team. They're sitting at 11-1, and one, playing against an Auburn team that's 11-1 and one also. It should be, ooh, that should be a very good ball game. Then you've got a number seven. 
Go right ahead. Uh, they, didn't they lose to Texas A&M last week? This weekend? No. No. No, Missouri actually won the game. Oh, okay. Missouri actually knocked off A&M, which, which kind of broke my heart. But, uh, you know, that it happens. Okay. And uh, that's okay. the way it goes. I've got okay. the number five Oklahoma State team playing against the number 15-ranked Oklahoma team. That in-state rivalry thing, that should be interesting. I don't know if Oklahoma can actually handle OK State, but um, OK State has a lot on the line if they can pull this victory out. I've got number six, Baylor, playing against the number two, 22-ranked Texas team, and a number seven, Ohio State team, playing against the number 11, Michigan State team. 12-0 versus 11-1. My problem is I don't have a whole lot of respect for the football that's being played this year in the Big 12. Michigan State and Ohio State are the only two teams that I'm going to give any love to because I think the rest of the conference is very, very, very weak. Wisconsin is down. Iowa is down. Nebraska's a joke. Uh, Michigan didn't – I mean, they played a good game against Ohio State, but I think that had less to do with how bad Michigan was and more to do with how overrated I believe Ohio State is. So that's my top ten. That's, that's some of the premier games that are going to be happening over the weekend. Uh, did you get a chance to watch some football over the weekend? No, I didn't. I, uh, I was busy. I, I didn't get a chance to watch too much sports. And I, uh, uh, normally I try to watch the NFL or the Falcons, but lately I haven't had the appetite to watch the Falcons, really. Uh, well, if so you I had an watched... appetite, they'd make you lose it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Hey, so, folks, I mean, you're listening to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. It's me talking with my good friend, Mr. Forbidden Fruit himself, Mr. Ken Cookie Man. Uh, we're just talking a little football. Ken, now you started your show, which is more along the lines of a uh, non-sports show. Tell us, tell, tell my listeners a little bit about it and where they can find it. We've got about three minutes before we go off the air, so uh, give us a quick uh, overview of what Forbidden Fruit is all about. Okay, the Forbidden Fruit is a talk show about knowledge and spreading and sharing information because we feel that the Forbidden Fruit, the original Forbidden Fruit is the mind. It's the brain. And so when you look at our page, you see uh, a brain in the shape of an apple. And so basically that basically but that, that's what that is. And so we try to combine humor with knowledge and fun and information and you can find us at blogtalkradio.com forward slash the forbidden fruit. And also we're on iTunes and you can look for us there. And you can also find us on Facebook at uh www.facebook.com forward slash the forbidden fruit radio show. Now, what time uh, uh, do you air your show? Do I mean, are you on every night? Uh, well, right now, listen, I know listeners can tune in and listen to archived episodes just like they can with our show. But and then, you, like you said, you can go to uh, iTunes and download uh, podcasts. But when can they listen or call in live? You, you're more than welcome to give your you know your phone number and you know that kind of stuff. So let them know where they can hit you up at. Okay, right now we're we're broadcasting Monday through Thursday, but we're we're considering changing that. I don't think we're going to do any live broadcast this week because we're going to retool some stuff, so we'll come back next week. But the podcasts are still there. Uh, if you want to dial the phone number, it's three four seven two zero two zero four nine two. 
Uh, you can email us at applebrain at live.com. But we try to do Monday through Thursday starting at 1.30. We're going to do like 1.30 to 2.30 or 1.30 like to maybe uh, 2.45. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. So that's it, folks. You can listen to uh, The Forbidden Fruit, get some knowledge, get some real talk in. And, and knowing Ken the way I do, you will definitely get your laugh on. And uh, check him out. Brother's got a whole lot to say. He's got a whole lot of good stuff. He can drop some knowledge on you. Uh, might help you a little bit in this life, this thing we call life. Folks, you listen to the Motor Mouth Multi Radio Show. Before I go, I want to touch on another issue that kind of was uh, uh, on my mind. As I spoke earlier, the University of Hawaii lost one of my rainbows. A uh, f- uh, football player drowned at the beach on Saturday. Also, uh, although it's a Hollywood situation, the only way I tie it in to uh, my sports talk show is that actor uh, Paul Walker in one of my favorite sports movies, I'm not saying it's up there with, you know, Remember the Titans, but just one of those guilty (laughs) pleasures that I like to watch is uh, Varsity Blues. And he played quarterback Lance Harbor, who blew out his knee. It's based on a high school in uh, the mystical town of West Canaan, Texas. And it's kind of like a uh, a Friday Night Lights uh, made-up movie. Uh, the star quarterback blows out his knee. The backup, played by James Vanderbeek, comes in and struggles at first, and the coach doesn't like him and has to go through all these getting seduced by the ex-quarterback's girlfriend, all this other stuff. But it was a great movie, uh, and we, he lost his life yesterday along with his driver, uh, Roger Rodas, in a tragic accident out in California. And just because he is one of my favorite actors in a sports movie, uh, and one of my favorite sports movies, I want to give uh, my condolences out to his family. His daughter attends a private school out in Hawaii. He owned a home out there. So there is that connection, too, but definitely want to send my best wishes out. Again, you're listening to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. This is your main Motormouth Mosley, along with my good friend, Mr. Forbidden Fruit himself, Ken the Cookie Man. I want to thank you for listening in. We'll be back on the air on Tuesday night uh, after my Bible study. We all know that. I'll be back on the air Tuesday night. want to thank you again for listening in. Uh, have a great week. Aloha and Merry Christmas. Great show. Thank you. <laughs>